welcome into um, just a just a hanky panky version of sportball. We got Kyle over here. We just spent the first ten minutes before this episode debating what a jigsaw puzzle is versus a regular puzzle. Kyle's over here attempting to paint a portrait of Ben as Mona Lisa. I think. With his that's fine. That's right far there. off. <laughs> I have a mere three drinks in front of me, but I do have spam fried rice, which may count as a half a drink. I don't know. Spam fried. Me no. How spam fried rice? Well, you put spam into rice that you fry. But that's what I mean. Who eats spam? Have you tried the Hawaiians? Dude, Dude, spam. It's this stupid white culture we have where everyone's like, oh, spam is disgusting. They're wrong. Spam is great. I mean, it's canned meat. Yeah. And it's beautiful. I don't discriminate where my meat comes from. I mean, a little bit, I suppose. But I mean, we eat. We eat hot dogs. You don't know what's in that. Nor do I want to. <laughs> How you doing, Seth? I'm great. Living the life. Just had some homemade pizza. Just uh, over here in the land of more than 11,000 lakes. Chilling. Not as catchy, though. It's true. Uh, well, this is our last pod before the big NBA pod, which some claim is our best, except no one on this one did. But if you're looking for the big NBA preview pod, that's going to be... Stop listening now. now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm pretty excited for that, but I really wanted to have more time to dive in. The season starts in two weeks, so we'll release the preview pod as the season starts, basically. Um, mm-hmm. You know what? Let's do a little plug for a soul rules. Check us out on on Twitter, on Instagram, it's sportball underscore pod. Check us out on YouTube, um, sportball pod. You just Google it. You'll find us on YouTube. You can subscribe. I started posting the uh, videos to there again. And we're also, uh, the pods will be on SoundCloud, Apple, and Spotify as well. All right, people in Belgium who might might not be locked in. I would especially follow our Instagram if you like really, really bad Photoshop. Mm, which, which who doesn't? Exactly. <laughs> the Belgians crave it, I hear. The Belgians love Kirk Cousins holding pop- popcorn. They, <laughs> they get out of bed in the morning for it. That one was pretty good. Thank you. So this isn't the NBA pod yet, but what it is is just another NFL podcast. That's just what we should another. name our podcast, honestly. <laughs> just another podcast, just another NFL podcast. We're gonna go, we're gonna go around the league. Little news, little noise, some like another stupid gimmick that I made us do at the end, um, which will be lambasted by both you and our peers as well as our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Let's start with some news though, and uh, I want to start with with Tua's injury. Getting a little serious here. I mean, that was some scary stuff. It would happen Thursday night football, so the week before he fell to the ground and then seemingly had a concussion, but they said it was a back injury. He stumbled afterwards. Uh, we were wondering if the neurological response was caused by his spine instead of his head, et cetera, et cetera. They said no concussion. He plays again that last week and got thrown to the ground. Just brutal to see. Um, his hands were like stuck mm-hmm. in a claw position almost. Or it's probably one of the worst injuries I've seen. Fencing response or something like that, if you were wondering. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, and even the the football players in the halftime show were like, yeah, that's probably one of the worst I've seen. So I think the only good thing that's going to come out of it, well, first of all, is that he seems to be recovering pretty well and no mm-hmm. long-term damage seems to have been found. Um, but I think there's going to be some serious concussion protocol change after that, and there should be. As soon as I think five, they were thinking of implementing some new rule or something. Well, you know, the one good thing the NFL is – I mean, they mess up all the time, but if they mess up really bad, they are on it, changing it, especially if the public, you know, sways against them. Um, and I think. I mean, I'm just, is that true? It has to be really bad for it to happen, but when it does, then they're on it because they can't stand to be. So um, like when the video of Ray Rice slamming a woman in the elevator came out, then they change their tact and now they respond well when there's allegations of relationship no, 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 no. it has nothing to do with anything outside of football they only respond to stuff that is they put on tv i see okay that's correct um so yeah i don't know it didn't seem like there's anything really necessarily nefarious done by the dolphins we'll see there is a independent doctor that's supposed to look at head injuries and he got fired so could have been partly his fault. And I think it's just kind of the protocol is too easy to get out of because players want to get back in the game and they know how to answer the questions, you know, or whatever, how to kind of pass it. So, yeah, I don't know. It was it was definitely tough to watch and just reminds us this is a truly a despicable sport when you get down to it. I mean, it really is. Make pickleball great again, to be honest. <laughs> pickleball would never let this happen. I totally agree with that. And like, <laughs> if we weren't all addicts of football, then we shouldn't watch it. I mean, we still shouldn't. But, but then it's also funny that we're talking about like how to keep this sport safe and, uh, you know, try to prevent concussions and like people getting head trauma. And then during ad breaks, or even like they'll come back and the announcers were will be advertising like boxing and UFC and stuff. And it's like, okay, the whole point of that sport is to give someone else a head injury and knock them out. But that's fine. That, that's, that's different. And I'm like, okay. It's honestly crazy. We just have a sport where people, we watch people fight. Yeah. And then it's like, if you get a knockout, if you knock the other person out cold, then you win. It's like, what? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I mean, how far have we really come from the Coliseum Gladiator days? You have to wonder. Yep. Kyle, you didn't put it, you're still painting over there. He I mean, said he would nothing... stop when this podcast started. I had nothing to provide. Football. <laughs> there was just nothing to add. Okay, moving on. This one, I think I'll have a few things to add, if <laughs> I were to guess. The Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> of the city of brotherly love are four and oh they have lost zero games and they have won four you might hmm. say um i mean the i think the biggest thing i mean we kind of hinted at it two weeks ago but like jalen hurts is like an elite pocket passer now somehow <laughs> i mean all it took was talent and a good offensive line yeah i honestly i mean i've always liked Jalen, but I really did not see this coming. Like he is, he, he's completing um, 
tight window passes with the best of them. I mean, it's like crossing Tom Brady with prime Michael Vick. It might even be better than that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I was pounding the drum for Jalen since he was drafted, essentially. That's true. I definitely watched him in college a lot more than you guys did. I don't know if you've ever watched a game of him in college, to be honest. Have I ever watched a game of anyone in college? <laughs> exactly what I was going to say. Did well, you know that the Jaylen. U of I has a running back named Charlie Brown? Are you serious? Wow. Is he good? Yeah, he's Great. actually a stud. <laughs> Is he, does he try kicking too, and then they take the ball away from him at the last minute? Yeah. Yeah, they have a coach on the sideline that has dirt that flies up anytime he walks to. They call him Lionel. <laughs> I thought it was Linus. Is it Linus? Closely related, though. Yeah. You can't copy it too much. You know, people start to get lies. Um, the thing that people always say about Jalen, too, is that he's, like, the hardest worker in the NFL and, like, all he cares about is getting better. So I guess it shouldn't be that surprising he keeps getting better. But, like, my God, I mean, he's just gotten better every year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's, like, I think last year with – the lack of Jalen Rager playing out RIP rest of soul best returner in football. He's though. still alive. Um, <laughs> Not for long. <laughs> I think they tried to use him inside a little too much and it kind of forced Devonta to play an outside role, which mm-hmm. he can, he's extremely fast. Right. But one thing he thrived at Alabama too, was like playing underneath and being that kind of guy that has the breakaway speed and the moves to put on, you know, defenders in the open field. It seems like he Jalen's starting to throw to him, obviously, more in, in that part of the field, which really opens things up then for A.J. Brown on the outside. And like I said last time, it's just it, – it's Dallas Goddard season. It has been. Uh, yeah, can't argue with that. And their defense is really good, too. I mean, their D-line, we always knew it was kind of a force, and their secondary is where they come into their own. So, I had a – so – they're, they might be favored in every game they have left. Can I? I went through the schedule. Can I go through it for you? I, I really told you this before the season. Can we do this? Uh, no, no, no. But let's oh, run I, it I, back. We got it. I heavily <laughs> researched this. Look, this. I swear to God, they might not. They might be favored in every game the rest of the season. All right, you ready? Okay, so they have the Cardinals, who should be disbanded as a franchise. They have the Cowboys, okay, uh, at home, so they're probably favored. They have the Steelers, who might be the worst team in the league. They have the Texans, who haven't won a game yet. They have the uh, Washington Commies, who have Carson Wentz as their quarterback. If you the Commies? Is that what they go by? <laughs> That's what I call them. We have <laughs> the Colts, who, I mean, my God, could be one of the worst franchises in the league as well. We have the Packers at home. So that one, that let's go back to that later. We have the Titans. The Titans. I mean, any AFC South team, anyone in the league should be favored against, including the AFC South. We have the Giants, who uh, had Saquon Barkley as their quarterback last week and still beat the Bears. But that's, and then we have the Bears, uh, who can't complete more than one passes in a game. We have the Cowboys on the road. Let's get back to that one. We have the Saints, and then we have the Giants again. So I think the Packers and the Cowboys on the road, you know, maybe they're not favorites, but other than that, I mean, they could end 15-2, and two, be the one seed, and not have been tested at all in any way. I mean, why are you incredible. projecting them to lose two games is the real question. <laughs> yeah, you slip up here, you slip up there, you know. Seth, were you listening that whole, entire time or no? Barely. I thought we went through this last episode and the one before. We're going to run it back every time <laughs> we're on, to be honest. I don't you. know what you think this podcast is. It's just us reading the Eagles' schedule. 
okay. I'm I heard yeah. the I heard the Eagles were actually going to change their name mid season to the Philadelphia Dogs because that's all they are. <laughs> I also love how I don't know who it was, but they called all their players Batman. They're like, we got AJ Brown. He's he's buff Batman. We've got Devontae skinny, skinny Batman. Skinny Batman. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you but guys they, realized either. Hurts probably. I mean, shout out Justin Jefferson, but. Hertz has the best gritty in the NFL. Really? Oh, yeah. It's surprising. Oh, what about what about um, Mike Gesicki? He has something to say. Or Zach Wilson. Zach's was actually pretty good, <laughs> you know. But that's not a surprise from a guy who apparently goes out sleeping with his mom's friends. So, uh, shout out our guy. Yeah, yeah. Shout out our boy Benjamin Solak. We love. I him. love him. We know him well. Uh, he just wrote recently, actually, about um, uh, Jalen Hurts and, you know, if the, the offense that they're running is sustainable, specifically Hurts being on pace for 225 carries this season, which is 50 more carries than the previous record at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little um, sneak peek, if you choose to read the article. It is sustainable because Hertz is just a special runner. <laughs> wow. <laughs> is he the best runner in the league or is it Lamar still? Gotta be Lamar, right? Yeah. I don't know. I think he might be ready to be a better passer than Lamar, though. Oh, he's definitely a better passer than Lamar. Well, I, just I told you last there. time, I said Jalen Hurts is who Lamar Jackson wishes he was. It makes you think. <laughs> certainly made me think there uh yeah i mean what's more to say i mean we're looking good for that bet kyle yeah i mean Mass someone's gonna owe me right money now. i don't know who it's gonna be it's either gonna be seth or matt or <laughs> seth or matt yeah it's definitely gonna be me <laughs> uh that last thing i want to hit on the news of the nfl the chiefs Slap around the Bucks, 41-31. Not as close as the score would indicate, or is it really? I'd say no. Um, well, the, the Bucks fumbled the opening kickoff, and then it was all downhill from there. And Patty had the best play I've ever seen, and he has had a lot of great plays. But it was the best play I've ever seen. I mean, the man was just spin-moving, shaking off defenders. It just seems like, and this is kind of how, why I was hiring in the previous season. Like, it doesn't seem like Patrick Mahomes needs elite receivers, right? Seth, he just kind of does. He, he gets it done. It's, it, the Bucks' defense is one of the best in the league, too. Which begs the question, how could he not get it done against the Colts, one of the worst teams in the league, when I think all three of us picked them in Survivor? It's, I think someone it's told him that we picked him. So he said, let's, yeah. let's throw it. The Colts team. every year, I, I don't think since I've started Survivor, I've lost – the only games that I have lost have been Colts games, the Colts, whether on yeah. them or against them. We should it's definitely, yeah. We should might never should stop. Yeah, it's honestly, ever picking any team from the AFC South is just a death wish. Or against them or against for them. them. Yes. <laughs> Don't touch a game yeah. that the AFC South has. Its Act like the AFC South isn't in the NFL because they shouldn't be. <laughs> All right. Well, now we know for next year. Um, yeah. But yeah, with with Patty, I feel like. He's just one of those quarterbacks who his wide receivers, I don't want to say they're irrelevant because I think having a special talent like a Tyreek Hill 
and even obviously like still having Kelsey around like makes a big difference for the Chiefs offense, I think. But he's just so talented and he can extend the play for so long that and like connect with receivers in ways that we've never seen before. That it just makes it so difficult to defend even an average wide receiver for that long and with the types of angles that he can fit the ball into and like the types of trick plays that he has it's just like you don't need to be a uh elite wide receiver to get open enough for patty to get you the ball so patrick yeah. mahomes is the gen z aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. prove mm-hmm. me wrong well he's better than aaron Rodgers. that despicable man we don't know if we don't know if Patrick's even unlocked his full self by going on an ayahuasca trip yet. That's true. Good Someone see if you can get him on a trip. I think, um, like you're saying, Seth, too, with the trick plays, it's also like it's the combination of Andy Reid and, and Patrick is kind of right receiver proof because um, I feel like Andy can get open looks for lesser receivers due to his scheme, you know, mm-hmm. and then Patrick – just wheels and deals. So I think such an elite combination, right? That offensive mind with perhaps the greatest quarterback ever. Just okay. pray for the league, you know? Easy. Huh? I think what? greatest quarterback ever is a little bit premature. Well, I said perhaps. So everything I say after perhaps You're is out perhaps the window. <laughs> the best podcast host ever, but I wouldn't go that well, far. I wouldn't put perhaps before that statement. But, uh <laughs> So the Bucks on the other side, the most surprising part of this game for me was they allowed CH and Isaiah Pacheco to just run all over them. I mean, CH had 92, Pacheco 63. Looks great, honestly, Pacheco. And this is a team who plays football pretty well, too. Yeah. I mean, this is a team with Vita Vea and uh, assorted others on the line that are supposed to be run stoppers. And they just ran all over them. I think I think the Bucks will be fine though. I think I mean their offense is very good, which was nice to see with with some some uh, with Godwin and Evans back, thirty one points for them. I think Kyle that they're probably just going to end up being ten and six, eleven and five as we predicted, and, and just kind of cruise to the playoffs, right? Yeah, and I think uh, I'm I meant to look it up, but I forgot. I think Mike Evans had the biggest yards after catch play of his career during that game of, like, eight yards. I was going to say, was it, like, two yards? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was close, but, yeah. I, I love I how like, Kyle God, where's this man been for the last <laughs> ten years? I love how Kyle calls him an accumulator. Getting a thousand like... yards and scoring touchdowns every game. Yeah. Despicable of him. Kyle, I was like, he's just an accumulator, as if that's, A, like, even a word, or B, even an insult, <laughs> but he uses it as such. Well, well, he does rack up yards. Accumulate yards. <laughs> Catches. Touchdowns <laughs> and Super Bowls. <laughs> I hope the Bears never have someone like him. <laughs> well, the Bears don't make any passing guards anyway, so they're uh, Justin hey, Fields' highest. There's an excuse for that, okay? I don't know if you saw the graph going around the chart, but in terms of all of football, there's been uh, the Bears obviously have the worst offensive line, probably maybe ever. Justin Fields <laughs> is under pressure on like 48% of dropbacks. Wow. Are you guys in on Justin Fields still? Yes. No. <laughs> Dude, he's made like he's a really good runner. He's shown that. 
he's made some really good plays too. The man has literally no time, and there's no receivers in that group that know how to separate. Get him some I mean, receivers and improve that offensive line. I think this is a completely different story. It's hard to say. Like, I, I'll give him an incomplete because, like Kyle said, he doesn't have a lot around him, which is like, yeah, it's hard, it's hard to say. I, I'm not, like, in love with him. I mean, I think he's definitely a good runner and can make, like, big plays and scramble around when things break down, but I haven't seen any sort of semblance of pocket presence or awareness or like you can't judge on that though because he doesn't have the opportunity to even sit in the pocket i just like to see it once in a while that's all you know just a glimpse he he doesn't control that though he doesn't control that the linemen just let everyone through they're just turnstiles (laughs) (laughs) you'd be better off with a turnstile what if you just put him in front of like one of those you know like at the train when you go through those things you think he'd do better that's what i'm saying (laughs) yes i think so I don't know. I think, but that's the thing. It's like, we're going to have another high pick next year and we're not going to know if Justin Fields is good. So should we take another quarterback or what are we going to do? We should take no, five take offensive, the linemen, offensive linemen that there is. Yes. <laughs> uh, I don't know. There's something about that Ohio state pipeline, not to go on too much of a tangent here, but here it just go. seems like those quarterbacks can't make a second read because they don't have to. Not in college. Exactly. Somebody Especially can get Day out of there, Ryan. Right. Day. <laughs> He's too good. Exactly. That's what I fear. I mean, I guess we'll see with CJ Stroud. Maybe that'll be the real, the real test. All right, moving on. I want to do a little who's in our contender circle. Uh, as we know, each year there's probably like six or eight teams that can really win the Super Bowl. Although at this point last year, I'm not sure we would have put the Bengals in it, right? They didn't win. Okay. They didn't win the Super Bowl, but they were in it. So by, by rights, they had a chance. They to never win. had any chance to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Game over. Uh, so I have a list. You, you want me to just read it to you? You guys can critique me. Please. You'd like that, wouldn't you? <laughs> it's a tiered list. Okay. First tier, Bills and Chiefs. Uh, both teams are pretty good, I think. Is that the Easy. number one tier? Yeah. And you don't have Philadelphia in there? Next tier, Philadelphia and uh, How is Philadelphia not on the top tier? They're the only undefeated team in the league. We just went over how great they are. It's not all about wins and losses, Kyle. Well, okay. you know, this is already wrong. <laughs> well, we I just went over how easy their schedule is. Like I'm saying, they could be 15-2. and two. We're really just not going to know how good they are, you know? You really take them against the Bucks or the Chiefs? And by the Bucks or the, the Chiefs, Bucks, I mean yes. the Bills or the Chiefs? <laughs> Sorry, the Bills or the Chiefs? Yes. I think they have one of the most wow. balanced offenses in the league, too. Like, I think Miles Sanders pulled the wool over eyes the last couple of years, and he's <laughs> actually really a good runner. He just didn't have the, the space previously. He's actually been kilometer Sanders his whole time. We just didn't see <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, that's a bold take, but I'm not surprised that you said that um Seth do you agree that with those two tiers so far who is in your second tier besides the Eagles the Buccaneers of Tampa Bay oh um I don't probably throw the package in there I feel like it's it's so lopsided between the AFC and NFC where just by virtue of the way the playoffs are structured like I probably think 
a team like the Ravens or the Dolphins is like as good as the Bucks, but it's just too crowded in the AFC, so they're not going to make it as far in the playoffs as the Bucks are. So by for that reason, the Bucks have a better chance of making the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know if I agree with that, though. The Ravens have not looked very good so far on defense, especially. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But, I mean, they should have won that Bills game, let's be honest. Maybe Lamar had to take that poop. I mean, they they went <laughs> – they could have, what, kicked a field goal to go up um, yeah. slightly, and they decided to go for it, which, hoorah, Harbaugh, I'm a big fan. They just didn't execute. There was a wide-open um, – was it Bateman, I think, in the back corner of the end zone? Lamar just missed the read. He, he, well, if he would have stepped up in the pocket instead of dropping back, and he got pressured. I watched the replay a couple times. It was floating yeah. around Twitter. Like, he, that's a pass that freaking, I don't know, Justin Fields can make. Whoa, let's not go that far. I mean, he also did the worst thing possible. Like, he threw an interception, so they got the ball at the 20 instead of having to march down the whole field, you know? That and there was the outrageous uh, roughing the passer call that extended that drive on third down for the Bills, which yeah, it was one of the worst. I mean, Josh Allen, the play before or the drive before, tried or no, it was the play before, tried to get a uh, uh, roughing the passer call, and then the next play he got hit again and they threw the flag on that one. So it's like makeup call. Yeah, and that's why neither yeah, of them were was, roughing the passer. So that's why it was lather up the refs. First rule of sports. <laughs> no comment whatsoever. No comment. <laughs> okay. Well, the Ravens are coming up, so let me just finish my list. Okay. <clears throat> Next tier, I had, and maybe you switch this tier based on what you said. Next tier, I had Packers, Rams, and Niners. And then the tier after that, I Rams and Dol- I mean Ravens and Dolphins. But judging on what you guys said, you'd probably switch those two tiers, huh? I like the Niners. Um, I mean, the Rams have not looked good, to be honest. No. Should I even have them in here? I mean, they did win the Super Bowl last year. I feel like they had to be kind of grandfathered in. Do they though? Maybe not. I mean, Ben Skoranek is their best player right now, so. Okay. <laughs> They still have Cooper Cup. Um, That's true. I don't know. It's it's so early in the season still. It's like one game sways our opinion so much about each of these teams. I mean, if you're saying the Packers, well, I could be like, well, the Vikings beat the Packers, and they have the same record, so why don't the Vikings in the same tier as the Packers? I'll give you one reason the Vikings are in the same tier. I'd rather you don't say (laughs) (laughs) You shall not be named. So those are those are the those are the eight teams I had, and then I had Jags question mark, mm. but I'm not sure I really believe that. I mean, because the even Jags though they come out of the AFC South, it's time yeah, to the NFL. So they definitely had the hardest matchup that they've had all year. Obviously, it's only four weeks in, but we just talked about how good of a defense Philadelphia is, and even still, Philadelphia gave them a large lead halfway through the first quarter, I think it was 14 nothing, And then before you knew it, the um, Eagles were up by what, like two scores within the next two quarters. So, Yeah. I mean, if Charlie Lawrence hadn't fumbled and, I, and lost an NFL record four fumbles in a game, 
they might have won. I Turns out won. Lauren, Trevor Lawrence, no good in the rain. Too slippery. Can't handle <laughs> it. Anyone else you would throw in there, Seth? Or is that seem like a good list too? I mean, are we are we overreacting to the Bengals early season struggles? I think so. They've won Bengals two in a cooked. row. They should have won the they first had, game. I mean, they should have won the do. first game. Both their losses were by three points. They just beat Miami soundly, who you had in the mix. You know, they're playing Baltimore. Uh, is it Sunday or Monday night football this this upcoming week? Sunday night. If they beat the Ravens this Sunday, are we just like, oh, yeah, Bengals, they're contenders? I guess it's just like it's hard to make the playoffs when you start 0-2 and you're in the NFC. So they're, yeah, they, not, if they that, only have a but... 20% chance to make the playoffs, as Kyle told us last week or two weeks ago, then I can't really put them as a contender. Well, let me see what That's they're at now. True. Well, it I'm was sure that a couple changed. weeks ago, but yeah. They're in the that playoffs. was after two weeks, yeah. If it started today, they'd be in the playoffs. So, <laughs> yeah, it must be. They changed. definitely have more than a twenty percent chance. And I mean, if you look at their remaining schedule, right? They've got Baltimore, got New Orleans. They could win that. Falcons, Browns, Panthers, Steelers, Titans. So, two. That's yeah. Bengals six, seven. Bengals more are games. back to fifty-five percent to make the playoffs, according to five thirty-eight. So, like, they could easily be nine and three. A few weeks from now. So we, should we put them as our ninth contender instead of the Jags? Probably. I think I'd still have them, yeah, over the Jags and maybe over – I don't know. It's kind of funny choosing between them and the Rams, the two Super Bowl teams from last year. <laughs> that Super Bowl uh, hangover. <clears throat> I mean – there are some notable teams missing as well, I think. And like the other thing we should say, I mean, we talked about Tua's injury, right? Yeah. How does that impact Miami? Would we are we really gonna pick Miami with a backup quarterback over Joe Burrow and the Bengals? I mean, Teddy Two Gloves is pretty is a pretty good backup. I told you I would trade my kidney for Teddy Two Gloves to be the quarterback of the Vikings, but run it back. <laughs> course i never wanted him to leave <laughs> i think i think they'll be like fine without teddy but it it depends how long it is right or with teddy i mean yeah um sounds like it might abs- only be a one-week thing to be honest notably absent from this list are two afc west teams that we perhaps thought were contenders coming into this season in the the chargers the charges i still think they're contenders him. it's just <laughs> Well, actually, they lost their left tackle for the entire season, didn't they? Yeah, they've been ravaged by injuries and bad coaching and classic Chargers luck. Dude, they have yeah, they have the worst luck with injuries. That that medical staff needs to go or something. I can't believe the same doctor who stabbed Tyrod Taylor in the lung <laughs> is still with the team while being sued by Tyrod Taylor and administered <laughs> the same exact shot to Justin Herbert last week. How does this go on? Like, oh, I hope he gets it right this time. What, what are we doing here? There's not another doctor you can hire? Maybe there aren't that many. I don't know. There's a, plenty of doctors. I could, I could go ahead and not stab you in the lung if you're looking for anyone to fill in. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> show, me where, show me where the lung is. I'll avoid it. 
No problem. I love that you're a doctor and you don't know how to find a lung. <laughs> okay, uh, what's this thing I'm not supposed to stab? Can you show me where it is? Draw me a picture of it. I'll be good. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I don't think I can pick anyone as a contender who just has a curse over their entire franchise. <laughs> just can't do it. I don't know. They still got Justin Herbert. They still you know, have... everyone says that as if Justin Herbert's going to save this team from the morass of the black depths. They still have Austin Eckler. They still got Mike Williams. Keenan Allen's supposed to be back uh, after this week, I think. So, I wouldn't count them out. I'm counting them out. You can consider them counted out. The other thing is they play in a soccer stadium with no fans. Well, there are fans there. They're just for the other team, which is usually not what you want in your home field advantage. (laughs) I don't know, man. Uh, All right. And, oh, the other team missing is the Broncos, who are a despicable, despicable franchise. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting what I see from this team. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right, move on from the contenders. I think that was enough. I don't even know what we decided on. Too much, Nor do probably. any of our fans. Um, I wanted to quickly touch on who the worst team in the league is because it's kind of funny because I feel like a lot of the favorites for this coming into the season just keep winning. Like, the Falcons are two and two, tied for the lead in the in the uh, in the NFC South with the Bucks, despite not passing to Kyle Pitts at all. Kyle Pitts, I think, has as many catches as Tyra Higby had this past weekend, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Kyle Pitts would have would be the the third fantasy scoring tight end on the Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. Um, uh, I mean, I think the leader in the clubhouse right now is probably the Texans. They're so and scrappy, yet, though. I feel like they're kind of frisky. <laughs> they, yeah, they only. I <laughs> mean, they're then, all three and one, but they lose by three every time. And then I would say like the Bears, right? But they're two and two somehow. Right. Exactly. The I mean, Bears somehow. are two and two. The Seahawks are two and two. The Jets are two and two. The Steelers, maybe. I mean, they're one and three. Offense. I mean, the Colts yeah, but are, are the Colts are one, two, and one, but their one win was against the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the the Cox what could it are, mean? are one and three and named after Russia. I mean, you got that's got to be one of them. The the Panthers are one and three and Baker Mayfield. This offense is maybe the least efficient in NFL history. Like it's really, really historically bad. Baker Mayfield can't even throw a pass over the line. <laughs> He's really, really bad. He is atrocious. Did you guys realize this? Yeah, I mean, at what point do they just go back to, to Sam who? Darnold? Sam Darnold, they said, is not even ready to play. What's wrong with him? <laughs> He's Sam Darnold. He's never going to be ready. <laughs> Cut the man some slack. Jeez. Dude, oh, my God. I mean, I'll say it again. Baker Mayfield has to be the worst athlete to ever be in a commercial, right? Not only that, they're probably my favorite commercials. I mean, to ever be like in a recurring role in a commercial. Yeah. Not even that. <laughs> I mean, come on now. You think Sam Darnold was ever even in like a local New York commercial? Not a fucking chance. No way. <laughs> if he was, he'd still be better than Baker Mayfield. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> 
I mean, Kirk Cousins must have been in some commercial, I would think. Well, Kirk Cousins is way better than Baker Mayfield. That is not true at all. In any have you seen Baker way. Mayfield play? He cannot I don't get... mean to. It feels impossible for the Panthers to get a first down when you watch them. <laughs> you can't even fathom how they might do it. <laughs> I make it a rule not to watch the Panthers, so apologies if I am speaking out of turn. That being said, I'd rather have a wet napkin than <laughs> Kirk Cousins, so I'm pretty sure Baker Mayfield is better than a wet napkin. Okay, imagine if Nathan Peterman, who famously threw four receptions <laughs> in a half, did a local commercial with New Jersey, okay? Is that where he was playing? New Jersey? Doesn't even matter. That's the only state that would take him. Anyway. That's how bad it is. It's, oh, it's disgusting. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know who the worst team is. I really think it might be the Commanders. Steelers, maybe? Yeah, or the Steelers. The Steelers, are they got Mike Tomlin. They're not going to go, like, 2-15, and 15, yeah. right? Right, and now it's Kenny Pickett season. It's small hand season. <laughs> Do you remember? I don't know if I told you guys this. I think I did though. Everyone was like, everyone was making fun of Kenny Pickett for having really small hands. Like, dude, this guy's hands are like eight and a half, nine inches. There's no way he can even grip a football. I was like, oh, let me see how big mine are. I go and measure mine. Mine are barely six inches. (laughs) It's a wonder how I do daily tasks around the house. (laughs) Are you talking like thumb to the tip of your pinky? Yeah, you like spread your thumb and your tip of your pinky as far as you can. They're, on a ruler. Barely six inches? Yeah, I don't even know how I hold a glass of water. <laughs> how is that even possible? How do you I don't know, dude. Fresh? How have we gone this whole time without knowing you have baby? It really freaked me out, to be honest. <laughs> I like I couldn't do anything the rest of the day. You know that Giannis's hands are 12 inches, right? His hands are literally twice the size of yours. If I put two of my hands together, they would barely be the size of one of Giannis's hands. <laughs> It's That's not despicable, to be honest. It really ruined my confidence for a week. I don't know. I don't even know like how I just a week from it. Uh, all right, let's move on, please. You God. rebound so, well. Well, I don't rebound well because my no, hands are yeah. six inches. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, okay. It's time for America's favorite segment. You like that? Starring me and you guys. Uh, Not Kirk Cousins. Colloquially, I think we should start calling it, you like that, don't you, you sick, sick man. (laughs) And I even came up with an acronym for it that we can trademark. You guys ready? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Y-L-T-D-Y-Y-S-S-M. What do you think about that? How do you pronounce that? Yultism. Yeah, I think it's winning. Uh, I read trademark it just in case. So, All right. This is... I should I explain the segment. I mean, there's really nothing to explain. I just say things and you guys tell me if you like it or not. <laughs> I think you've explained it too much already. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> the Seattle Seahawks to win the NFC West at 20 to 1 on DraftKings right now. You like that? Mm. Each team in the division is two and two. Every single team. Not one of the teams is not two and two. Kyle, you like that, don't you? Uh, no. <laughs> How are you? You just tried to pull a quick one on me and think I'm going to go for a peak yeah, you, run team? You must like this, right? <laughs> Who you okay, think listen. Dude, don't you know that, that uh, they wrote Geno Smith off, but he didn't write back? 
<laughs> that's true that is a fact that's gotta be one of the greatest post-game interview lines ever i don't even know what it means but it's so prophetic at the same time so yeah, like but no i don't like that Seth doesn't look like he likes it either to be honest I mean, 20 to 1 is nice odds, but it's pretty hard to fathom. It's those odds for a reason. Do you sick, sick men realize that Jalen Smith is completing 77% of his passes right now? I mean, if they were 4-0, maybe. But it's not like they have a lead on the other teams that are clearly better than them. Jalen Smith is completing 8 out of every 10 passes, essentially. He's leagues and bounds better than Russell Wilson. It's not even close. (laughs) I mean, I don't know what to tell you. They're two and two. They played the Lions, the Falcons, the 49ers, and the Broncos. Yeah. They've only played bad teams except the Broncos, who are Super Bowl contenders. And the Niners, who they yeah. beat. Oh, no, they, they didn't beat did. the Niners. They got demolished 27 to 7. All I'm saying is he didn't write back. All right. So we got to keep Gino that. Smith mind. completed 24 passes for less than 200 yards that game. This really should be like 50 to 1, if anything. I think you just talked to so confident. I don't necessarily like these things. So I don't how know much you guys like you put on that? <laughs> Nothing. All right. Yet. Speaking of Russell Wilson, next one. Oh, Broncos under nine wins. You gotta like that. Love that. You have to love it. They're the worst team in the league. Seth? And they just lost the worst running back or yeah. the best running back. <laughs> exactly. And are turning no to comment. the worst. No comment. How do you feel, Seth? That. Russell Wilson is going to have less wins this year than he does bathrooms in his own home. <laughs> well, I mean, he might have less wins than he does bedrooms in his own home. Oh! You think, Did I just say that? You think he's going to have three wins? He already has two. <laughs> what they lost, there it's like the offense was Cortland and Javante. They lost half yeah. of that. Yeah. And Melvin Gordon is their starting running back now, who's fumbled four times in the last four games. He's starting to get hooked on the popcorn like Kirk. <laughs> Have Kirk you seen? Hooked. Apparently, Russ has a endorsement deal with Subway. Oh, dude! Have you seen this? It's like he's holding a hostage. Good. It was. It's one of the <laughs> worst and creepiest things I've ever seen. <laughs> it is honestly like I. I fear for the other person in the commercial. The Russ is that- acting <laughs> so weird. I don't know what he's up to. He is weird. He's just yeah, not normal. Okay. No. All right. Well, Seth loves that, as do we all. I got two, I got two Eagles related ones for you. Thank you. The Eagles over under. The Eagles over under is now 13 and a half wins. You pound the over. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I said that before the season started. Dude, we're gonna destroy Seth in this bet. It's not gonna be close. <laughs> That's I've I'm I'm waving the white flag on that one. Yeah. Oh my god! And related MVP Galen Hurts plus five fifty. Love that. I mean, if this team is the one seed, easy. Very realistic. Has a player ever won most? Is there a most improved player for the NFL? I don't know if there is, but if there is, he's going to win that and MVP. Has that ever been done? There's a comeback player of the year. Yeah, that's a little different. Which nobody understands. It's like that most improved in the NBA where everyone hates it. All right. <clears throat> Offensive rookie of the year. Kyle, you'll like this, I can imagine. Mm-hmm. Romeo Dubs or Dobbs or Dubs. Dubs. Plus 700. You pound that, don't you? 
I do like that. Yeah, you like that. I thought you, you were like going to bring up him Pickens, though. What are his odds? Because I love you know that. You like more. that. You don't. You like that too, don't you? Well, like unfortunately, him odds, Pickens. His odds are longer than Dobbs. Well, he had to play with Mitch Trubisky's corpse the first four games of the season, <laughs> so he couldn't do much. Kyle's looking away to bet that right now. <laughs> I know you like that, don't you? You sick, sick man. I mean, I could see him taking off for sure, being Aaron Rodgers' new favorite boy. So I think those are pretty good odds. <clears throat> All right, I have two more. Are you ready? Mitch Trubisky. To never throw a pass in the NFL again. Minus 300, mm. you like that, don't you? You pound that. I made that up, but that's probably good odds. Minus 300? There's not a chance the man is in the NFL anymore. I mean, he could be a backup somewhere, and then the first stringer gets injured. He can be a backup somewhere if that somewhere is the Canadian Football League, yeah. <laughs> I'd take him over Kirk Cousins, I'll tell you that. <laughs> you would not take Mr. Risky <laughs> over Kirk Cousins. Now you've gone too far. Okay, you said this now, and then I'm going to have to get these texts from you on Sunday when you're watching the Vikings. You're like, oh my God, Kirk Cousins is so bad. It's like, do you think I've been joking this whole time? Dude, I got to tell you, he is – I don't know if he looks worse in London or what because of the lighting, but he <laughs> he was unwatchable. Unwatchable on Sunday. When he got a delay of game at the three-yard line, I had to turn the TV off. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't look at his face anymore. Yeah, I don't know how you watch him every week. I, I don't know how I, you do it. I can only do it because I complain about him so much. <laughs> Kyle, I know you like that. Mitch Trubisky never throw a pass again. Uh, I love that, yeah. I was just trying to, to pull up the rookie receiving leader so far through four weeks. Obviously, Olave yeah. is leading the charge, and that's going to be tough to beat. Yeah. But, I mean, Pickens has really only played in two games, and he's fifth on the lift, list and only 17 receiving yards behind Dobbs. And now with Zach Wilson and – Garrett Wilson was second, but it seems as though Zach's got more of a thing for Elijah Moore. What are Pickens' odds to be the rookie rece- rec- uh, receiving yard leader? Well, I already bet that before the season. It's probably worse. I know. Now. Yeah. No way. You think it's worse? I bet the odds are better. Well, I don't know. It was at 14 to 1. I don't know where you're going to find that now, though. And maybe your offshore accounts. DraftKings, if you just sponsor us, we'd have all this information at our fingertips. Is it not? I know they've been trying to hit the Belgian markets too. I know they have. <laughs> All right, I got I got one last one. <clears throat> the Arizona Cardinals franchise to be disbanded plus one fifty. You like that, don't you? Disbanded well, plus one fifty only. <laughs> <laughs> How it was up I... to me. That'd be minus a hundred. I can't watch them anymore either. I mean. Where do they go? Who's lost the team? They're gone. Their players get sprinkled into other teams. Cliff goes and home. we just have an odd number of teams in the NFL. Seth, I know you love that. Get them out of there. I mean, I wouldn't be against <laughs> it. I can't watch them. I can't watch them. Kyler Murray is always mad for some reason. How many He's teams, so short. How many teams in the NFL right now 
are you physically unable to watch? All right, I'll, I'll list them for you right now. <clears throat> the Vikings on offense, Orman Kirk Cousins is on the field. Uh, the Panthers with Baker Mayfield, probably or Sam Darnold, we haven't seen it yet. The Arizona Cardinals <clears throat> and the Denver Broncos. Hmm. That's not that, that bad. I kind of hate watching commies, you know? Mm. I mean, some of these teams is like watching a train wreck. Steelers? Really look away. Uh, well, I like with to Mitch? see George Pickens get to look, you know? Yeah. But with Mitch, they were in that bucket. Yeah, they sure. were pretty tough to watch, for sure. I mean, there's some pretty bad offenses this year. Hi, um, Kenny Pickett threw three interceptions – and still had a higher pass rating than probably Mitch has had in any game this season, right? Yeah. Uh, Kenny's a breath of fresh air. He's out there just yelling at guys, just slapping a defensive lineman in the ass after he tackles them. I just love to see it out there, you know? He's got that certain aura about him. Let's How many see. times over the next 20 years do you think I'm going to mess up Pickett and Piggins? Oh, my Too God. <laughs> I've already done it a thousand times. It's tough. One of them's got to change their name. There's no way around it. All right. Well, that was the NFL. Um, that was that was Y-L-T-D-Y-Y-S-S-M-A. <laughs> Trademark pending. Uh, I threw an A at the end. I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> right, real quick, we should probably hit that Aaron Judge, if we care, hit 62 home runs, which breaks the AL record. Does anyone really care? I don't. Kyle probably does. I mean, it's obvious. I mean, the American League's been around for 121 years. So. It's a lot of home runs. It's a feat that, I don't know, we might not ever see uh, again in our lifetime. Right? I think the last person to do it was George Maris, right? He had 61, which was one more than Babe Ruth's 60. Roger Maris? Roger Roger Maris. Maris. George. George. (laughs) I don't know why I do that. (laughs) His son is named George? Well, his son has been held hostage in every Yankees game. They make him come out to every Yankees game for the last two weeks to see it, and he never hit one. Here's what I think. I think uh, Albert Pujols getting to 700 was more historic than... That doesn't matter at all. Has anyone ever cared about Albert Pujols? But think about this. What? Think about this. What Judge just did is almost 10% of the total home runs that Albert Pujols has hit in his entire career. <clears throat> Can't argue with that. In one season. I mean, Albert's, like, I love Albert. He's a nice guy. But, like, he was never the best player in the league or anything, I feel like. I don't know. What? <laughs> Did you, you Are you watch baseball? Right <laughs> Dude, okay, I know he was good <laughs> back in the day. The best hitter in the league for, like, seven years in a row in the early No, nah, nah, he was never that guy. Pablo Sanchez <laughs> was that guy. That's if like folks if you're are wondering why we don't talk Kobe baseball. Retired, well, he was never like one of the greatest players in the NBA. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? I mean, what of, yeah, but uh, he's not all that. <clears throat> Albert Pujols is I stand by the it. best baseball player, best batter within our, like, since we were little kids. No, Barry Bonds. He's top five. He's top five for sure. Barry Bonds is way better. Barry Bonds probably is better, but he, he also was, like, was on probably. the Royals. We were little, he was on the we Royals, though. Kids. Who's to yeah. say Albert wasn't on the Royals? 
come on, you just talked about how great of a guy he was. You think a guy <laughs> he's like a that? great guy? He still shoots up from now again. I mean, we don't, we don't, <laughs> we don't know if any of these guys. Are Why are you hating on Albert Pujols so much? Yeah, what is going on? When did this become the Albert Pujols hate show? <laughs> I didn't really expect anyone to disagree, to be honest. Just kind of threw it out there. He was the National League MVP in 2005, 2008, and 2009, and he's 11-time All-Star. <laughs> MVP doesn't mean anything. Mike Trout wins at all times. Mike Trout is not. Yeah, because Mike Trout's one of the best players in baseball. (laughs) Let's bring your team to the playoffs one time, Mike Trout. Baseball's the one sport where one player can't change that. This is honestly like if when Dirk Nowitzki broke the whatever the number of points was where he got into like third or whatever it was, fifth, seventh all time. If you had been like, oh, Dirk Nowitzki was never that good. Like what? That's a good comparison, honestly. They're getting all that. Fuck you. I love, I love <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of a good analogy, though. Thank you. Because Albert, I just don't, never felt like he was like the best player. That's all I was trying to say, I guess. I know he's really good. Obviously. I mean, you were incorrect about that, but. <laughs> so anyway, Judge had two 30 home runs. Points. Anyone cares. Is this like the non-steward record, basically? The steroid record? Maybe Judge shoots up from now and again, though. It is the non-steroid record, yes. If that's how you want to do it, but I mean, someone still hit more. I'm in that boat where it's like, yeah, they shot up, but at the same time, it takes a lot of skill to be able to put that, put the bat on the ball to be able to do it. Yeah, everyone was doing it. They're the best out of anyone who was doing it. You can only judge people based on their peers, right? Yes, I guess so. Are we a philosophical podcast now? (laughs) Always have been. Uh, Last thing I want to touch on. My God. Can I say this before we move? Okay, never mind. We moved off it. Well, spoilers, (laughs) but you can go ahead and say your little baseball take. It's not a take. It's a stat, which is pretty remarkable. Albert Pujols homered in his first regular season home at bat with the Cardinals in 2001. And he homered to break the record in his last regular season home at bat also with the Cardinals. Pretty dope, honestly. That's wild. Yeah, they probably threw him like a 60 mile power pitch down the middle. Are you such a hater today? Uh, what were we talking about? What was I going to spoil? Wemby, oh, baby. Victor Webadiyama, I got to tell you. Boys, I am starting to get real excited. They had a showcase last night. Did you watch? (laughs) With his French team? No, I just watched the highlights. His French team versus Scoot Henderson, our boy. Second pick in the draft. uh, And his his G League team. And, okay, I'm just going to – I don't know. Like, probably maybe our listeners haven't, like, know much about Victor. I know Matt doesn't. So, Matt, I'm speaking to you. This guy is 7'4". He's not just, like, 7 feet tall, okay? That would be enough. He's four inches taller than that, to be clear. How big do you think his hands are? They're not six inches, I'll tell you that much. Let me try to see. And he uh, – but he can do everything. He can dribble. He can shoot. He shoots like – he looks like Kevin Durant when he shoots. Dude, it's insane. And his defense is incredible as well. Like, what is the weakness in his game? I mean, he's blocking shots. He's hitting pull-up threes. Boy, oh, boy. They were down in the fourth quarter that game, and then – Wemby took over. He hit like two. He hit back to back threes to bring him within like two. If he's playing on an NBA team, like 
the rest of the team is searching for him, right? Because he's heating up at that point, and like, yeah, you're searching for that player. It was wild watching his team. Not a single person looked to even pass at him. They were all just wanted to score. And it's like, come on, we're not here he, to watch he, you. Yeah, he hit seven threes at with these. Like, I'm not here to watch Steve hoe you fat. Are you Which, sure? <laughs> by the way, that is a man's name on his on on Wemby's basketball team. Steve, two E's, well, three E's, two E's before the V. <laughs> Steve, O U Fat. Wait, Good like his you. middle name's O, and then his last name's U Fat. Ho, his last name is Ho U Fat. I guess I tried. Yeah. To, I can't find out. Like, if he, he had to have changed his name, right? But I can't no. find anything that's. <laughs> well, how's it spelled? H O space Y O U space F A T. Are you fat. serious? I swear to God. <laughs> and the announcer says, "Ho, you fat with a three. And he said, "Don't be blowing me up on Twitter. I'm just pronouncing his name." <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! We need to get research on this and figure out what is. I tried. I tried today. I There's nothing to find. According to Wikipedia, it says, after an exhibition game against the G League at night in 2022, Ho Ho Fat went viral due to his last name, which resembles an insulting slang phrase in English. Resembles? It is an insulting (laughs) slang. (laughs) Maybe it's, I mean, is it, is that a phrase in French or like a a name or just a Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Is he French or is he just playing for a French team? He's a French. He's French. <laughs> <laughs> he's French. <laughs> he was born in French Guyana. Okay. Well, regardless, he's speaking. We are going to see a lot of teams tanking for this man. I mean, Utah, the Utah Jazz and the San Antonio Spurs. It's going to be despicable what they do this year, trying to get this guy. Yeah, I mean... Like I said, it, it was one of the most dominating performances I've ever, ever seen from someone, especially at that size. His ball handling, like you said, his spot-up shooting, his step-back shooting, it was such a sight to behold. Like, I hadn't watched much Wemby because he plays overseas, right? So I'm, I'm not – I've seen yeah. highlights before, but to watch him in, like, a real setting, in an NBA setting, essentially – before they have different rules i guess over there and so they had to explain like what the the rule differences were yeah the man just dominated i mean he doesn't look real like he looks like if you create a player in a video game like hey let's make this as tall as i can yeah i still kind of look cgi and kind of said what's cgi how was i supposed to know that's what you meant (laughs) i think it was a fair mistake but yeah i mean he doesn't look real at all like, it's great. It's like, you know how those there's, like, those big guys in Avatar, you know? That's CGI, right? All it's of like that CGI, on a basketball yes. court. Yeah. Anyway, I think we've about had enough. I don't know about you guys, but Kyle's been painting much. a tapestry this whole time. <laughs> he still hasn't finished them out. Jesus, this better be the best Photoshop you've ever done in your young life. I think it will be. All right, well, Kyle, look up for one second to send our listeners away after this despicable podcast we just recorded. Yeah. Uh, That's it? Yeah? 
<laughs> no, he'd be the one doing the send-off. If you want to find us, rewind the show, listen to Sam talk about our socials at the beginning, and listen to it yeah. again. We love you, Belgium. Shout out, Belgium.